Welcome to another great episode of In Our Life Podcast. Okay, I'm going to stop. Because <laughs> I do too much. I, I might cut that out, but I might not, depending on how I like it. But welcome to In Our Lane Podcast. I am your host, Amisha. You can follow me at E-M-M-E-I-S-H-A. And you can follow the podcast at underscore In Our Lane. And guess what, y'all? My co-host is Tellier. She's not going anywhere. Not at all. So, um, I was supposed to have a guest today, but he ended up not being able to make it. So, I'm here. It is what it is. She would have been here regardless if he was here or not. So, appreciate it. That's just what that is. Um, but so this is gonna be my icebreaker for today. A lot of people are asking to be guests on the show, and I. 100% 100% appreciate it. Like, y'all don't understand how much it means to me when I'm just randomly doing something and talking to somebody and they bring up the podcast to me. Like, that means everything to me because usually I be forgetting to promote my own shit. Like, I be forgetting to talk about my podcast. But when people come to me and they bring up my podcast, it just makes me so happy because I'm like, I didn't even know y'all was paying attention, to be honest. I really didn't think anybody cared. But obviously you guys do and you <laughs> want to be on my podcast and I really appreciate it. Um, But when I do finally get to the point where I'm reaching back out to you and trying to schedule you to come on a podcast, like, I need you to give me realistic dates and times that you know for sure that you can commit to because you're not the only person who wants to be on this podcast so if you're really not able to make it and I carved out this time for you to come and you can't come somebody else could have came and that's not fair to me or the other person because now we got to figure out now the week that could have worked for them now it's just it's a lot with the scheduling thing that's why it's hard for me to get guests to come on the show because I might be available on this certain day at this time but the people who want to be on the show not available at that time and it's like it's just a lot of figuring out what works best for everybody that's the main problem that I'm coming across um and then if I do set a set a time and a date with somebody and then they decide oh I can't come no more it's like bruh I could have been working on somebody else so just keep that in mind because that messes up the flow of things and then it's like I record in advance so it's like if I wanted to have you on a podcast in May but you miss the day that I'm recording in May now you gotta wait all the way into June and it's like maybe I wanted to theme out may and have everybody on the podcast during may talk about this certain like it's you never know like how i want to structure things so it's like i really be trying to have things in place so that it can all make sense and it's just like when uh, other people don't be mindful that this is a production and it's like if you say you want to be on the show you need to commit to it you see what i'm saying because i'm not gonna lie 
you might piss me off and I might not ever hit you back up. And that's just the real. So keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so let's get right into the show. The topic of the day is thoughtfulness. And the reason why I want to talk about this because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how um, when it's someone's birthday or like a special occasion like Valentine's Day or Christmas or a day when you give somebody something, mm -hmm. specifically birthday because my birthday just passed and I just was like thinking about this. Like for me, gifts is not one of my higher love languages. So I don't really expect my friends or significant others or family members to give me gifts. I care more about quality time and like just you being there for me. That That's what means most to me. However, if you do want to give me something, I just want it to be thoughtful. I want it to be something that you really took the time to be like, oh my gosh, and Misha is going to love this this is something that she's been talking about or this is something that um I just know that she needs like for example if you buy me some SD cards I'm going to be so happy like you just don't <laughs> understand like how important SD cards are to me or if you buy me a camera like you just don't understand like how much I can use that I pay extra every studio session to use this freaking camera because I don't have my own. But if I have my own, that will help me out a lot. That's thoughtfulness to me. Mm -hmm. Or like, for example, like I know a lot of women nowadays, this this whole thing about, you know, paying rent or paying a bill, period. Like for me personally, I don't expect that from someone. But if that's just something that you want to do, that's thoughtful talk about it that's I'm gonna complain that's thoughtful um especially because I'm doing it all by myself so it's like so, just something being thoughtful and it's like I hate when um I feel like an afterthought to some people like when you can tell somebody waited to the last minute to do something yeah. or you could tell when somebody just didn't put any they just picked up something this because like if I if my favorite flower is roses but you pick up this bouquet with a whole bunch of different stuff in it it's like did you really take the time to think about what I would like what would I make me happy I had that happen to me before and I threw them away really yeah my ex had brought me some like we had broken up or whatever and he left two bouquets of flowers at my front door mm -hmm. with cards one for me one for my mom but they were ugly as fuck like it looked like he got them from like the old lady's funeral home. Like they were like <laughs> orange and, and it was ugly. The vases were ugly. My mama threw her flowers away before I did. So mama. I really like him. After we broke out, why are you here? But yeah. the thoughtfulness, I definitely, because um, growing up, we didn't have much. Mm -hmm. And then when my parents got divorced, my mom was working at Family Dollar. So for Christmas, sometimes she would get us gifts mm -hmm. from Family Dollar. So it was just the thought that counted because she has five kids. And every gift that she got was personalized to us. It might have been cheap, but it meant more that she understood who I was and what I liked. And I was like, right. wow, that's that's better than what my dad was going to get me because he mm -hmm. just got me something that was just expensive. Like he got me a speaker. I didn't want no speaker. Yeah. Like, I could care less about the dollar amount. I don't care. But more so about what it would mean to me. 
Yeah. And like back to the point of being an afterthought, like I hate when people make me feel like I'm an afterthought to them. Like I'm not big on like days. Like if I'm not saying, let me clear this up because I feel like that can be misunderstood. I'm not saying I don't care about my birthday and you don't have to give a fuck about my birthday. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that if you don't make a big deal about my birthday, I'm not going to be like a crybaby about it. Or like if I if like I just don't have high expectations for certain things. So it's like I don't really expect a lot. And. But that's not saying I'm not saying that I wouldn't like those things. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, of course, I would love for someone to shower me on my special day. Of course, I would want someone to show me that they care about me and that they love me the way that they say they do on my birthday. However, if you don't do this grand gesture, I'm not going to be upset about it. But if you just don't do nothing at all, that's if you forget you don't even you not you don't even think about me like you just completely forgot I cannot like get over stuff like that because I I I, I guess because the, I just know that that's how I am it's like I try my best to remember people's birthday I try my best to remember little things that people like or remember conversations that we had so when it is time to go buy a gift for you or to do something for you I can put those things in perspective and make it special to you I just feel like a lot of people they don't be paying attention to like the little details that make a person a person and then they they birthday come around you go buy them a blue teddy bear, but their favorite color is pink. Like I just don't understand. Yeah. Like I just don't understand. Or or you or you forgot their birthday altogether. That's even worse. And it be the guys. Yeah. Just doing yeah. something. Just say, oh well, you know, I got you. I got you a teddy bear for your birthday. Yeah. Cool. But you should have got the pink one. You should have got the pink one. I'm thankful, and I and I'm going to cherish this little ugly little blue bear, but. You should have got the pink one. You could do better. Because <laughs> it's just like, you just give last minute. Like, I hate last minute and shit. Like, you had all this time to plan something out. And you chose to not even think about it. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> like, that's just how I feel. I just, I that's, that goes for anybody. Like, even like family members I try my best to be as thoughtful as possible um I'm not the best you know family member I would say like I let my family live their life I don't be in everybody's business I don't be knowing what's going on but I do try to show up for people and be there as much as I possibly can because Honestly, at this phase of my life, I really can't be there as much because I'm always doing something. So it's like um, when I am there, I do try to make sure that I make whoever it is feel loved and appreciated and not feel like they don't matter to me because you do. It's just I really don't have that much time, as much time as I would like to spend with everyone and it's just so many people like my family is 
I would say medium sized. We're not like small to where it's like only like a few of us, but we're not huge. Like some people, they have 15 auntie and uncles and 40 cousins. And we're not, we're not, we're not that big, but I could not imagine having more cousins or having more siblings or having, I believe it is, but you're going to eventually leave somebody out. You're eventually you're eventually going to not be able to make it to somebody's birthday or not be able to make it to somebody's graduation or be forget something that meant something meant a lot to that person. You're going to miss out. That's just the reality of the situation. So I don't know. I just feel like we need to work on being thoughtful and not treating the people that we say mean a lot to us as an afterthought that's my main little spiel for today on that so um let's talk about it mm-hmm. um I wanted to talk about abandonment and that goes into like how I wanted to <laughs> that's deep <laughs> that goes into like no scratch what I was just trying to say but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about abandonment. And I have abandonment issues. I do too. And I'm working on that. And I feel like that's why when people make me feel like an afterthought, it kinda triggers those in abandonment feelings. Like I feel like no one cares or feel like I'm alone or feel like I don't know, like, I just feel like I don't matter sometimes. For me, my issues are triggered more so because um, I'm more of, like, a people pleaser to, mm-hmm. to instead of them abandoning me because I made them mad or feel some type of negative emotion, mm-hmm. I'll go into people pleaser mode and I'll just be a yes person mm-hmm. because I feel like if I make somebody mad or make them angry, they're going to be like, oh, fuck you. Like, we don't care. So mm-hmm. I go into, like, People please you to be like, oh, no. So if I'm just, like, perfect and nice all the time, you'll always want to be my friend, always want to be around me, always want to be my boyfriend, whatever. You know, it could be a coworker, It could be anything. Because I don't like when people are mad at me because abandonment. Yeah, like, the fear of, like, someone leaving me is always in the back of my head. And this shouldn't. Like you should, I shouldn't care so much if someone decided today, oh, I don't want to fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. Like I should be okay with letting people go as they please. Cause I mean, if you're not meant to be in my life, you're not meant to be in my life. And I don't want nobody to be in my life. They don't want to be here. Exactly. But it still hurts. Like it, especially when you like have an attachment to them and you feel like you love them and you feel like you care about them. And then they just don't show up for you. Like when I have something going on and someone doesn't show up and they, especially if you told me you were coming and then you don't come, it's like, now I feel abandoned. I feel like you left me like a child in the middle of the grocery store. (laughs) It's not funny. That's not funny, but that's how I feel. Like I just feel like you just left me to die and you could care less. 
that's how I be feeling. I feel like if like even something as small as the, if you told me I'm gonna call you later and you don't call me later, I'm gonna be like, you'll get sad or you get mad. I get sad. Because I'm just like, why would you tell me you're going to call me later if you're not going to call me later? Like, that thought process does not make sense to me. However, I do understand that people have lives and something may have came up and you got busy. And by the time you got home, you was just ready to take a shower and go to sleep. I get it. For me, it's like when someone triggers my abandonment, it sends me into panic mode. So then my mind just is like hyper like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do to fix it? To not feel like they're about to leave, to not feel the anxiety. Like I just panic and whatever come out my mouth, I just run with it. Yeah. And usually it's in agreement, even if I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Like it could be something I firmly I don't agree with. But because a, just because I perceive that that person would walk away. I'm like, oh, no, that wasn't the right time to say that. I, I, I do a lot of self-reflection instead of being like, well, no, that's actually how I feel. That's mm-hmm. actually what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Instead of standing on that, I have that fear of just like, I don't want them to leave. Right. I don't want to be alone. And that goes into like rejection. Like, yeah. I hate feeling rejected. Like that is not a good feeling. And I just recently felt that way. And like I didn't. I haven't felt that way in a long time. So when those emotions had hit me, I couldn't do nothing but cry like a little baby because I just felt rejected in that moment. And like, I don't know. I just, I'm just trying to learn how to not, how, because I feel like that's something that will always, like people are always going to let you down. So... I'm just working on my expectation. Like you, people always say, don't have expectations and don't expect X, Y, Z from people because you're going to get let down. But that's easier said than done. I mean, I'm human and it's like, it's it's just going to happen. Like I hate feeling rejected. I hate feeling like somebody's telling me no, like, I don't really have a bad relationship with rejection. Like, I don't fear it. Mm-hmm. Like, if some, because I, I really haven't faced it too much, mm-hmm. I guess, to have that, like, always, oh, like, a world-ending thing for me. Mm-hmm. More so, I, because for me, the rejection, it my biggest thing is my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Rejection doesn't trigger my anxiety. It's kind of like a, a period to the end of the sentence instead of a comma, because the answer is no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's start the new sentence. Reject. I yeah. I don't. I don't really fear rejection too much. So like, if say you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. and then I guess he just out of blue, out of the blue, just just ghost me. Yeah, you wouldn't feel rejected. I mean, that's happened to me. That happened to me recently. Um, I felt rejected, but it was just kind of like, all right, well, I'll match that energy. You don't want to talk to me. I'm not going to force a conversation because then that's not natural. No, we got to talk about it. I'm a follower. I wrong? mean, and I've done What's that before where like a guy ghosted me for like a week and then that's came back in really my phone. That's not ghosting. 
Let's he talk came about back it. to my phone and then <laughs> talk. we talked about it then. But now he since um, hasn't talked to me. I think it's this is like going on week two. Mm. I'm not going to hit you up because you already okay. showed me that one time that you're not with what I'm with. So rejected me. Keep so I'm listening to this new podcast. It's amazing. I'm going to talk about it later. But basically, this is why I love listening to podcasts with men that are married one and two got they got the right type of mindset because mm-hmm. it's a lot of podcasts with men and they be spilling out a whole bunch of negative stuff that does not need to be being spread mm-hmm. but I love when I find a good podcast with a man that has that type of mindset because he was basically saying that men don't they're very simple and they don't look at things how we look at them. Like for how you just said, the guy, he ghosted you for like a week. Mm-hmm. Based upon what the guy said in the last episode that I had just listened to, for, I'm not, I don't know this nigga that you was talking to and he could have been on some bullshit, but a good man, that week that he went without talking to you, it wasn't, he probably wasn't trying to ghost you or like he wasn't trying to purposefully not speak to you. He probably thought about you every day. He probably, you know, woke up, woke up every day thinking about you. He probably in his mind, you're a part of his life now, Mm -hmm. but he just probably was busy with work or he had all this other stuff that he had going on that he knew that he had to handle first and that's just what was first on his priority list but my thing is i don't be giving guys free excuses like i watch your actions more than your words because you will sit there and tell me anything everybody got these men got the gift of gab persuasion and manipulation i don't give a fuck what you said how are you treating me how do how do you make me feel with your actions i don't care what they got to say and i'm not like I know where I fault is making the excuse for them. And sometimes they're not even deserving of that excuse because I'll feel a certain way in the beginning mm-hmm. and then we'll get to the end and I'll have a laundry list of red flags. Mm-hmm. And the way I felt from the first red flag, the same way I felt at my final red flag because mm-hmm. he didn't deserve the excuses that I was giving him. So I how do how do you make me feel? How do you treat me? What are your are your actions matching your words? No, bye. I ain't got time for it. You ghosted me for a week. Okay, I gave you another chance. Haven't talked to you in two weeks. How do I know that you've been thinking of me? Did you tell me that? That's not even your words no more. But like, this we're going to have to say this for a whole nother episode because we got a lot more to talk about. (laughs) But like, because like, I just, I have really been doing my work so that I could become the best woman that I could possibly because I want to be married, you guys. I want to have a man. And I know that the single Amisha and married Amisha is two different people. Mm-hmm. Have to have two different mindsets. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, to switch my mindset to not be a single woman anymore. Mm-hmm. And so... I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm trying to get a better understanding of like how to be a good partner to someone, especially someone who deserves for you to be. Because it's one thing 
like being with somebody who is not, you know, deserving of your love and your grace and your patience. But there are some men out here that do deserve your patience. And it's like y'all have two different communication styles. So y'all have to work through that. You might be a, I forgot what it's called, but the type of person who likes to address situations right then and there. And then some people are, I need a second. Oh, passive. Yeah, like I need, some people are, I need a second to just process everything. Then we could come back and discuss it. So I feel like that's what, when you're meeting somebody for the first time, y'all are trying to understand one another. Y'all are trying to get to know one another and how, you guys mindset work and if you find somebody who is genuinely as committed to the relationship as you they're going to take the necessary steps to work on that I'm not saying that as soon as you say something that you don't like he's going to change it tomorrow but if he truly loves you and truly wants the relationship to work he should take the necessary steps to at least try to make those changes that you need for you to feel secure in your relationship but we can come back and talk about that another day because i can go on and on on about it so places to go things to do i wanted to talk about the coalition of artists did i say that right coalition of art that's what i thought is coalition of artists workshops yeah 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 so we had went to two of their events it was like two or three. Two or three their events. And it was pretty cool. Um, the fir- I really wanted to talk about the first time we went when they did the table read. Yeah. Amazing. So it was pretty cool. Like that was my first time ever being at a table read where they just literally just read through the script. Mm-hmm. And we had our own opinions about the table read. Um, we felt well, I could just speak for myself, she can speak for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just personally felt like they should have read um, just the dialogue and let the actors act like they're acting it out Mm -hmm. um, instead of having all of the like director's notes and the narrations or whatever. But um, overall, I feel like the script was pretty good Um, and I enjoyed it and I would love to, you know, go to more things like that. And it was really fun meeting other people who are in this space. So that's another networking event that you guys can go check out and meet more like-minded people like I keep telling y'all to do. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the only thing a table read is that's where you get the full feel of the script. So you're supposed to read the narration okay. to see how it flows. And I'm glad they did because he realized that he had way too much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why she was saying she just wanted the dialogue because there was none. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I there was lost no at a couple seconds because I'm like, what's going on? All it was was action. So he was speaking from the angle of the camera mm-hmm. instead of the angle of the characters experiencing it in that moment. Yeah. It's like, because you was what you were saying, you was like, some points, instead of like, Saying the narrator, yeah. the narration saying it, have the characters. Yeah, have the characters. And that's the character living in that experience mm-hmm. rather than you watching it from the camera yeah. angle. Because that's mm-hmm. not what the script is for. That's what the shot list is for. 
but yeah so it was and i told him that i told him i was like yeah in order to cut down your narration add more dialogue which he needed to add more dialogue because it was boring moral of the story is if you go to these workshops you and you have your own script you will be able to meet people like us who will be able to give you some notes so that you can go back to the drawing board and try it all over again so it's a win-win situation all right, so Amisha's watch list. I know you're going to love this one. Oh, my God. Love is blind, child. Bye. <laughs> Amisha's watch list and love is blind. Okay, so. That was a mess. First of all, Netflix. What the fuck y'all heck? Get it together. I, first of all, I'm supposed to be stopped cussing because I heard that um, YouTube is starting to crack down on the curse words and they're basically shadow banning a lot of podcasts because of the curse words so but the little bleep there i ain't got time that's extra editing i ain't got time maybe once i start paying somebody to do it yeah we can do that but right now y'all gonna get what y'all gonna get but yes so netflix how y'all dropped the ball like that i'm so confused that live was ridiculous if I had paid for we that, I would have been friendly. We were sitting there for what, like 45 minutes waiting? Waiting to talk about y'all got technical difficulties. Y'all didn't test that thing before y'all aired it and advertised. But they said that that's not the first time they've tried live. They try, they did somebody else's show live before. So it worked before. So I'm confused as to why this time. They was going in on them on Twitter, y'all. The, the they was going yeah because we was we was on the way back from Baltimore and we was trying to watch it in the car so she could stay awake while she driving oh and we was like let's check Twitter it seems oh. Twitter talking about y'all that was going in on that, Twitter it was so hilarious I would be so embarrassed if I was Netflix then Hulu was shading them Hulu said I what they said it was like it was like. Mm. <laughs> i was like dang that's embarrassing yeah try it again but Mm-mm. i love the concept of love is blind because i feel like it gives you the opportunity to really get to know someone without all of the like superficial physical situation because you can literally like meet somebody and i've said this before i don't necessarily have to be like physically attracted to you off the rip because other things about you could make me fall in love with you and then I will be attracted to you based upon that mm-hmm. but that's just me though some people they not like that they don't give a fuck how much they liked your ass once they look at you if you're not what it is that's not and I mean I like so the only couple that's still married from the show is the season one and I forget her name but it's a black woman and a white man mm-hmm. and I feel like they worked because they were older like so this season nobody's still together this season they're still married but they'll be married for like a year or two and then get divorced the first season they've been married i think for like five or six years now Mm. they don't like i'm saying like the couples the marriages don't really last that long Mm. and i feel like that's because they're using people in their 20s like you have other options if you're in your 20s you don't have to date blindly if you're a lot of the people on the show are attractive you can date in the real world you just don't want to anymore I feel like this should go back to the premise, which was the 30-somethings that actually was like, I've tried and I want yeah. kids and I really want to settle down because Jackie that's, made that's, me that's mad. That's a good point. How old was she? Jackie was like 25. Yeah, well, I'm 20. 
And then got on the show talking about something. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be married. I. Why are you yeah, here? I feel like if you are under 30, you still have time to keep trying. I'm trying, y'all. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> you just turned. So you can just hit 25. I'm trying. Oh, my God. But I feel like we still have enough time to keep trying before I got to, like, panic. All right, now. I want to pop out these damn kids. I got, I, I, who, who, who I'm, who I'm picking. Right. So I definitely feel like, I feel like maybe 28 at the, the youngest, youngest, maybe 28, the youngest, 25. Y'all boy, still know what you want. You, you, you might, I could be wrong. You might. That but girl. that girl on the show, she was, she went about that completely wrong. I just feel like if, you re- if you knew you liked that man, you should have just picked that man. But it's the way she did the man. She was engaged. Yeah, she didn't have to. She, she did him wrong. Because I was late to the party. So I kind of like catched up at the last minute and then just watched the reunion or whatever. Mm. But um, then you say she kind of like said something about him being a little sassy or something. And was making like she, little jokes. She said that he wasn't man enough for her in the middle of an argument. See, it's a way that she can communicate that that don't emasculate. That's exactly what it did. He left for three days, but he I don't, also I don't, that is, that's a good reason. I would have too. But I think he said to her like she because she has mas like not masculine features, but she has very uh like prominent strong facial features, and he was like, "How do I know you're not trans?" But he did say he was joking because she was joking. If you say if you say I'm not mad enough for you, all anything goes at that point. I don't give a fuck what it. Sorry, I, I know we shouldn't be cutting, but I don't care what it is. Shots are fired. You hurt my yeah. feelings. That's a low blow. And plus, I feel like yeah, that is a low blow. But I feel like if you did shit, you gotta be able to take it. Talk about it. So it's like you can't be trying to make little jokes and little jabs and then when somebody do it back to you it's like oh my gosh how do you say that don't you ever no no because if you want to you go low what what you call it say uh oh you want to be funny i could be hilarious kiki ki bitch so (laughs) that's just that but yeah um i don't knock the love is blind concept (laughs) um would i do it I don't think so. I would have to be desperate as hell. And that's what it's for. It's yeah. for the people that can't find it nowhere else. Yeah. So I liked it. It was very entertaining. Um, Netflix dropped the ball. Um, And the reunion itself was irritating me. Me personally, I'm not. Re- I didn't like the host. I feel like they could have picked somebody else to be a better host. I could have did a better job than that. And I ain't even watched the whole season. But I, I didn't like how his wife was flip flopping the whole time. She was doing too much. Talking too much. She was a little too invested. And I just feel like, sis, you acting like you a regular consumer sitting at home watching TV. Like, relax. You're here to host the show, not to give your personal opinions. Nobody cares. Every time. Nobody cares how you feel. Nobody nobody cares. And then it's like, like you said, the flip floppy. When she was on the set with them, she was acting like she was just so. She concerned. ain't like Jackie. But then when she had the private interview with them, she was acting all buddy buddy with them and acting like 
she was okay with what she did. Right. And I'm like, that's not how you really feel. Though. Give the same energy. Maybe she was afraid because her boyfriend is a boxer. I don't know. But it was giving way too friendly for what the what that girl did to that man. And then you kept the I engagement ring. Yeah, there. I think they she are. kept the engagement ring to that man. Why gave her? Whether or what? Whether he wanted to propose to somebody else or what? not, that's not your business. Like, give the ring back. It's like you didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. Why should you keep the engagement ring? Bitter. You know what I forgot to say in the last episode? What? Let's hear from our sponsor, Nerd Square. This episode is sponsored by the clothing brand Nerd Square. If you're a nerd and don't know about this brand, you probably need to get your nerd cart revoked. But don't sweat it because I'm here to hook you up with a dope 20% off promo code so you can get some gear. Use code NRNerdLane for 20% off. That's I N. O-U-R-N-E-R-D-L-A-N-E for 20% off. Shop through their IG at nerd.sq, at nerd.sq, or their website, nerdsq.com. It's okay. I could just add the ad in here. Definitely can. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so y'all go watch Love is Blind. They got a few seasons if you've never watched it before so you can binge watch and have a good time. Okay, so ask Misha. You ready for this one? I guess. Did you read it already? No. When do you... No, not when. What do you do when you love someone and they don't love you? That's a good question. What do you do when you, you love, love someone, someone and they don't love you back? Let him go. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's easier said than done. But if they don't love you, your all of your energy towards that is going to waste. Cause you think about this person, you're never you're never gonna receive from them what you want. Yeah. They don't love you. So it's it's nothing. So how would you feel if you were dating someone? And you told them you loved them, and then he didn't say it back. Beat his ass. So I, <laughs> I joking. If I said I loved him, I don't. I try not to be the first to say I love you. But if a guy said that he, that I love you, and he he said nothing, like not even like, oh okay, that's cute. Like he just he don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm never speaking to them again. I. I don't, that's crazy. I would. I'd be like, oh wow. I I don't think I could face talking to them no more because I don't say I love you first. I don't. So if I, I have say, no problem with saying it first. I've only been in love twice, and both times when I said I love you, the guy had said it first to me. So I was like, okay, because the guy is supposed to like you more. So if the guy says I love you first, they are. That's how it lasts. The guy is supposed to love you more. I don't agree with this thing. But we, the guy, we can talk about that another day because we are already over time. If a guy, if I don't, I would, I, I don't think I would be able to talk to them no more. I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, wow. And I would just feel like I read the whole thing wrong. Cause it's like, how did, how did I get this far? And you just nowhere to be found. What did I like? 
what I'm doing self-reflect. What did I not see? Like, what did I not notice that you're not feeling the same way I'm feeling? We're supposed to be in this together. Yeah. Um, if I felt like I love someone, but they didn't love me back, um, I would just express how I feel to them and then just leave it where it's at and they can do with that information whatever they feel like if they don't feel the same in that moment who says they won't feel that way in a couple months so I wouldn't necessarily like just completely cut somebody off um if they don't automatically off the rip feel the same way as I do because it it takes some people longer to I guess come to the realization whether or not they love somebody or not I don't feel like it take that long I feel like you know when you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be just lust Mm -hmm. and it's not love but you do know whether or not you feel something you see what I'm saying so it's like even though you're not, because some people just have a hard time using that word, mm-hmm. love. Like, that's just, that word is just so hard for some people to just say. Like, it's like they'll feel it, but they don't, it's hard for them to say it. Maybe because growing up, um, no one really told them that they loved them a lot. So they don't know how to express but those feelings or I whatever feel like the case may be. Action come into play, though, because you ain't got to say it, but you can make me feel loved. Right. I'll feel yeah. loved by you. And that's another that's another way that you can kind of like gauge whether or not the other person does love you. They just may not be ready to like verbally say it yet. Because I know a lot of men mostly have trouble with saying it, um, but they act it out. You know, they might do little things here and there to show you that they love you, but they just not in that place yet where they feel comfortable saying I love you or I'm in love with you because I feel like that's two different things we could get into that another day that this situation remind me of that Sierra song if that boy don't love oh yeah by now. that's my shit he never ever 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 loved you but yeah so yeah I mean if I love somebody and they didn't love me I would just give them their space and you know you never know they may come around one day or may not but at least you are able to express and tell them so that when you do move on you won't be having that you know thought in your head like what I wish I would have told or yeah so I would just say I say move on it's better to it's better to move on than to be in love by yourself because that's more hurtful (laughs) that's fact all right, y'all, let's wrap it up for today. Stay in your lane. And to just piggyback off of what she just said, um, fall in love with yourself. I feel like that's the first step for anything. You can't love nobody else if you don't love yourself first. That's a lot of people's problems. They don't even love themselves. So how can you expect them to love you? So focus on loving yourself, finding out what you like and really learning who you are as an individual before you trying to add anybody else to the mix. So just to add to that, loving yourself, but it's how you love yourself shows other people how to love you also. Ooh, I love that. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's why I buy myself flowers because that's what I want for my man. I want my man to just, I wake up one morning and it's just roses every fucking wear. So that's what I do for my, what? I love <laughs> That's just what I want for, I want my man to do for me. So that's what I do for myself. As you should. I take myself on dates on the rooftop. I sure do. I have no problem with going out to dinner by myself. <laughs> No problem. No problem whatsoever. All right, y'all. Y'all got a nice little 45 minute episode today. Oh, baby. And I'm going to head out because we still got some more recording to do. I'll see y'all later. That was a long episode. But we was it was good, though.